0: all my friends chris rudiger i'm excited for this because i love a good podcast where we are literally in real time just meeting and that is exactly what this is and i have so much fun with these so thank you for coming on the pod it's amazing dude
1: i i'm fly- literally flying out from la yep. back to nashville in four hours and i was like what do i want to do before this i want to meet a new friend and hang out so dude, this is going to be great That's like, we're so going to much- get to know each other In real time, I love that. And that's so
0: much my vibe too. And I appreciate that. That already tells me so much about you as a person that you're just like, yeah, dude, I'll come to a podcast hours before I fly home. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm always down for a good, good hang, man. I I love it. So
0: good. And shout out to Nick again. Nick is like my ultimate podcast homie that, like, anytime Nick suggests a guest, I'm like, yep, cool. I'm in.
1: Man, it was so I. I came out for a couple of days with some friends and, and I've known Nick for a while, but I didn't expect to see him here. Yeah. And the first night I'm in LA, I run into him. And I'm like, it's a huge city, yet you still run into people that, you know, you it's know a small a so small crazy. world after all. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for yeah. a listener, quickly, the way that I started is for anybody who doesn't know who you are, just a super quick explanation of who you are and what you do, and then we'll jump in.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. So uh, my name is Chris Rudiger. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I am an artist and a songwriter, but I am now an entrepreneur because I have my own business, which is called the 615 House, which is a awesome collective of artists. Uh, It's a media outlet and also an artist development company, heavily focused on social media and sort of the new way, I guess, opportunities artists have to grow their following through social media. Dude.
0: And like to get right into it, I am so intrigued and impressed from what I've seen. Because I, again, like just meeting you first impressions, looking at it quickly, I see 615 House and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. But instantly to me, and admittedly, I'm not deep in the country scene, but I'm like, I haven't seen something like this executed in the country space. And from my outside perspective, again, not really knowing, Mm -hmm. it's like a a house of creators all around country music but all together and kind of like boosting each other's followings up. Is that about right?
1: Absolutely. So that's uh, the whole thing, you know, is based off of cross promotion. Yeah. Collaboration. It was a quarantine project when we had nothing going on. Oh, okay. You know, no one's playing shows. Everyone's stuck in their house for the most part. Now we had a small group and we, you know, Had COVID checks and all that, but it was like, hey, what are we gonna do today? Let's hang out and sing some songs together. Yeah. And let's cross promote and share each other's stuff, right? Because that's what this industry is all about it's about making music and having fun with people that you care about and wanna work with, you know?
0: Amen to that. But (laughs) what stands out, what I didn't know is that you really were an artist first. And that's where I'm like, okay, that's cool, right? Because I think in this day and age, uh, you have to be more than a musician to succeed as an artist, right? Sure. So I love when people get creative and uh, find new ways to to grow their audience. And the fact that you as an artist and a songwriter come up with this idea, and I want to hear how it all comes together. Yeah. But what a brilliant way to bring yourself up along with others. And it seems like
1: it's working. Thank you, man. It was, it's, surprise, very surprising to me to see how far it's gone. Um, you know, it was, I think as an artist, I think you're right. Like you have to find new ways and take new opportunities when, you know, situations arise. And in this case, you know, we were hit with a pandemic and I think a lot of People probably could have gone home, or you know, found another job. And yeah, you know, I think it's really a testament to the artists that uh, I work with in this project that were like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna try something now. That's and if it so if it cool. doesn't work, okay, guess what? We had a great time and we figured it out. But like, I love that. That's that was kind of the spirit going into it. So because there is uh, a real fear cool. of like, oh my
0: god, what if I fail? Right? Like that's oh my god, all the time. I, right? I love <laughs> your like. Well, if it doesn't work, we had fun with it and we tried. I try to remind myself of that so much. Right. Because there is this feeling sometimes where you're like, oh my God, what if I fail? What if everyone thinks I'm stupid? It's like, dude,
1: that's so dumb. Like go have fun. I think like the, the larger like creative industry, it's, it's a matter of like, you're shooting darts at a dartboard Mm. and like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna miss, you're gonna, you're <laughs> gonna have some ones and twos, but then every now and then you might have that bullseye. And then when that happens, it's a matter of rolling on that momentum and keeping it going and keeping, you know, more bullseyes. Yeah. Right? I think that's the whole point of it is like, we all kind of know what we're doing, but at the same time, we have no idea what we're doing and there's yes. no bad idea, at least wow. in my opinion. Yeah. I so think. to me, throw those darts. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But so, I really do, I love and respect when an artist has also a good fundamental understanding of marketing and creativity and how to use that in a business sense mm-hmm. and really, I don't know, just like take advantage of that, not in a bad shady way, but sure. like in a way of like, yeah, cool. Like you've learned different elements. So right. take me back though sure. you as an artist. Yeah. Where does this begin? Like what, what, what did life look like before the 615 house before the pandemic, how long had you been an artist? Did you think you were going to be an artist? Like,
1: yeah, I, so I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. And that's not the home of country music by any mean. Uh, (laughs) And so I actually grew up, I listened to like all styles of music, but I remember toward the end of middle school, uh, Kenny Chesney came up to New England. Okay. Was a huge deal because Finally, New England was like getting behind country music and country artists. And I remember hearing Kenny Chesney and being like, whoa, that's actually a really cool style of music. I want to tap into it. And so in high school, I started listening to more country music, but it wasn't really until I got to Nashville Mm. and I went to Nashville for college. Mm. And I actually wasn't even sure whether I was going to pursue music post-college. It was more of like still a hobby at
0: the time. No shit. What was your, Um, what were your focuses on? Yeah. So I I
1: went to school for economics and marketing. Oh, okay. So I was, I I was a a little bit of a nerd, but I like loved math and numbers and was like, you know what, I'm going to try this whole economics thing and come to find out I ended up hating economics and loving music in Nashville. So little pivot. Um, did you
0: finish the economic? Like, did you, I did,
1: okay. I did, yeah. um, it, you know, each class, it was like pulling more hair. You wow. Know, out, but, uh, so
0: it was it, a grind,
1: like, it was the it, whole time. It was. And I also just like being in Nashville, they're such a vibrant city. Like yeah. there's so much going on, especially, you know, as I was falling more in love with music and, and songwriting, like I found myself, you know, staying up late, just cramming in that, paper or that test even though all i wanted to be doing was writing a song and going yeah, to a show so. yeah okay so there you kind of knew like the, yeah, the writing like, was on the like wall toward, like, like toward the end of college it was kind of like all right let's just like punch my ticket and then yeah. get out of here
0: Bye. well respect for finishing it though right like, thank
1: you well you know what it, it definitely made uh mom and dad happy i i come right. from a, my my family's very supportive of music but like cannot sing or play a lick of anything funny so for them they're very business oriented they they, and they they uh, prioritize uh, you know foundation and having a strong education which i'm very grateful for yeah but when it comes to music it's like uncharted waters you know they have no idea like what i'm doing and they also don't know exactly like how to help but they're also like fans and they're cheering on from the side. Yeah. You know? Well, that's really so,
0: cool. I yeah. like that because like, it's interesting. Certain people do come from a very musical family and it's like, you do have that support, but right. I very much do respect the people that, that you're kind of the first generation of like, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to try this. Right.
1: That's cool. It's funny. My, my dad is like, I've noticed that he's started to, Really enjoy it. Like, he, oh, yeah. he'll, you know, occasionally he'll get up and do like a karaoke song with me at a show or oh. like, or he'll like walk in and, you know, tell the the bouncer, like, oh, I'm the roadie. You know, I, <laughs> I, I you know, he'll, he'll want to carry my guitar. It's like that kind of thing. It's funny.
0: I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. So you're in Nashville, you finished college, but you really did start to gravitate towards writing music and songwriting. And yeah, you could kind of feel it. So then did you have a plan? Like, was it, Was it very clear to you that you're like, I'm going to get this degree and I'm not going to do a goddamn thing with (laughs) anything that I learned here and I'm going to
1: pivot. It was, it was scary Mm. and exciting at the same time when I knew college was coming to an end. And a lot of my friends have very successful jobs and moved to various cities, but I was like, Nashville's too fun. I'm now starting to uh, discover myself as an artist and a songwriter. Because to me, like co-writing and the whole songwriting process that happens in Nashville, I didn't experience until I got there, right? So I'm finally finding what is, I guess, my own sound and graduating college. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this thing a run. Like we're going to take a couple years. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to see if it works. And if I, you know, if I go five years and I'm still where I am now, then fine. We can go back to, you know, the degree and find maybe some economics gig. Yeah. But like, you got to take your shot when you're young, right? Isn't that what like yeah. our twenties are for? It's like 100%. doing what we, hundred percent. you know, I heard this like quote from uh, somebody, I can't remember, but it's like, you know, but you work 50% of your life. And so if you're not going to do what you love, yeah. then like, what's the point of it? You know? And so like, for me, it's like, I, I feel like I haven't worked since college, even though I'm working so much, That's that, but it's just because I'm having so much fun with what I'm
0: doing. Yes. That's that internal Mm -hmm. compass. And you can feel when that's out of line because you can feel like you probably felt that in college where you're like, ah, this is a grind. It's not there. Right. But like, and you probably work harder than many people in regular jobs, like you're probably putting in way more hours and you're probably dealing with stressful situations, but it doesn't feel like work because you're in line with that thing where you're like, this is my thing and you feel it. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's in, in the music industry and entertainment industry as a whole is like a 24 hour gig, you know, like other people, it's like they have their nine to five and then five Oh one hits and like, yeah, they're out yeah, and you're not yeah, hearing yeah, yeah. from them until the next day. But in music, it's like creativity happens and at all times of the day, you feel like you can always be doing something more. Yeah. And so,
0: I mean, what? Know, it's eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And say, we're, we're recording a podcast. podcast at eight like, o'clock, yeah. You know, it's
1: like, but, but it's fun. Yeah. This isn't work. Right. You know? Exactly. It's like we're, we're just, we're hanging and having a great conversation.
0: So. Exactly. So you started, you started kind of following that and scratching that itch. Did you have any amount of success in the beginning? Like, were there signs of like, oh shit, this is going to work? Or was it a bit of a grind?
1: It was definitely a grind to start and and very humbling like Mm. you know similar to la like there's so much talent in nashville Mm. and so i think everybody moves to nashville being like a huge fish in a small pond right they're they're the hometown hero everyone's rooting for them yeah good way to put it they're they're just the local star and then you come to nashville and you're like oh shit I'm as talented or, or slightly less talented than all these other people that have been here for several years and are great songwriters and great performers. And so for me, like, you know, the start of it was a little stressful and humbling just because I would play shows and I would clearly be, you know, need the most improvement after the show. But it also like kind of lit, I think like a fire under me to like keep going and write more. And like, I'm just the kind of person where like if I get, like pissed off or frustrated which i wasn't even yeah you know, i wasn't pissed off but i was just motivated it's like yeah. i'm going to stick with it like yep. i'm not going to i'm not going to turn back and find something else okay but-
0: so it was like you had enough of that that spark to keep it going and that right. so then what what is the timeline of like how long are you just doing the solo artist thing and developing that and writing before you kind of turn this page on 615 House and this right. evolution that's now turned you into a businessman as well.
1: Right. It's funny how it's like full circle. I'm now a businessman. Yeah. I went to yeah. school for business, right? It's like, I did not expect to run into this. I, so I was an artist for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I put out a few songs and they did okay. They were my first recordings. You know, I was new to the process and how to release music and. Yep. I think you learn every release, what you can do better. hundred percent. The last song that I released before launching the, the project had a little traction. And I remember I booked a tour mm. for the summer of 2020. Mm. So that was uh, going to be like my first, like, let's get the, ba- I found a band too. I had friends okay. that went to Belmont university. Oh, who cool. were great musicians. And that's a great music school. And so I, I found myself hanging out there um, a lot as well. And I, and I, formed a band and we said, you know, what, we're going to play like 30 dates this summer along the East coast. We're starting like North Carolina, go all the way up to Massachusetts. It's going to be great, right?
0: Summer 2020, summer here we go.
1: And, you know, needless to say, <laughs> uh, we played a total of zero dates.
0: So. <laughs> didn't, didn't really work out. The, no, the, did not work out how, how, we, how we chalked on, it up. So. On that timeline. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, At that point, that must have been a huge bummer because that would have been your first proper touring. But that's kind of where you get to this point where you're like, you can have the pity party and you can be bummed and throw in the towel or you can get creative. right? So was that were some of the early people with that part of your band or like, how did this idea, like, like take me to this moment where this idea happens. Cause I'm so fascinated by like that exact moment and how these things begin, you know?
1: Right. I remember I had some friends that were also musicians and artists or worked in in the entertainment space. Mm -hmm. And this platform called TikTok came around and that's, as we know, it's been crazy disruptive to the industry. Yeah. But at the time, like, Like any app, it takes a while to kind of build momentum. And I remember there were some artists that were on the platform, but no one really in country. Mm, Yeah. Uh, And this is, and and, and I love Nashville and it's a great place, but I will say like Nashville is just tends to be a few years behind like LA. Mm, mm -hmm, And so like, mm -hmm. you know, like when, when iTunes comes out Nashville's still kind of rocking the CDs or then like when it's Spotify, it's like iTunes, like iTunes is big for country. And so there was just hesitation for people in country music to get on TikTok because I think it had the reputation of being like a dance heavy platform and like yeah. a, an influencery platform dance heavy young like right. it was like it was for
0: children like it was like why as an adult or a, a professional artist or like why would I go on to the kids app right? right like that's what it felt like to me in the beginning for sure yeah
1: so i think there was a hesitation by a lot of artists in Nashville to get on and i was just sort of nudged by some friends to check it out and i can't dance for shit, but I, <laughs> you know, was able to sing a little bit. And so I said, all right, I'm going to post a couple videos, see how they do. And the first couple, you know, went a couple hundred views, a couple thousand views maybe. And it was nothing crazy, but I kind of, I kind of kept, I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep posting. Like if I was already making content for other socials, I yeah. was like, well, then I can just post it on this platform and see what happens. Yeah. And then I remember, uh, there was one video I did, a. a a challenge where i i took like uh five solo cups and i put like five of my favorite artists and i would like take a drink and then sing a a lyric of a song by that artist
0: oh funny and i
1: did it as like just a a game and you know didn't really think much of it and i woke up the next day and it had i think 3.2 million views it was like my first like viral video and you know my phone was like lighting up with new followers notifications i'm like this silly video that i made like you know last night thinking it might get a hundred views is yeah gotten me a bigger following than i've worked like three years to get holy crap and that was the like the moment i was like whoa like this this tiktok platform has a lot more pull and like opportunity than i think i was giving it credit for
0: Dude, I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you. I've never in my career experienced that moment, and it seems <laughs> so crazy. I've here, I've heard people talk about it. Yeah, and that's so wild. Like it literally is the like I posted it, and then I went to sleep, and I woke up, and you're like, uh, what? Like right. it was that.
1: It, I I kid you not. It was it was that.
0: So that's so much to process. Like, I, I, like, I don't really know, like I can put myself in those shoes, but like, I don't really actually know like what I would do. Like, did you wake up and be like, I have to change everything? Like, Oh my God. Or like, right. was it like, like, how do you, what do you
1: do next? What's next? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I woke up the next day and I, I made round two. I did okay. the same, I did the same video. I was like, well, well, this got a lot of views. I I might as well do it again, but I did Brilliant. not. I didn't really process like, I was still trying to figure out the next step. Sure. And I was like, well, I know that this worked. I don't know anything else that works, yeah. but all I know is that video worked. Wow, that's so actually so- uh, Let me do it again, you know?
0: Simply brilliant, right? That, <laughs> like not some crazy mastermind plan and you would follow a strategy. and But like, yeah, if this worked, well, let me do it again. Like that's actually so simply brilliant.
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, people like you, you, you have that moment and I think you freak out and you're like, you try to change all your ways and all this stuff. And it's like, you should realize like what you just did, like connected with people, whether it's a silly video or some crazy, you know, scripted and produced video. It's like that, that connected with people. So like, keep doing that.
0: Dude, that like really in real time, like you took something that people really dream of and explained that to me in such a simple human way that I've never actually really thought about. But it's like, what did you do next? Well, I just did the same thing that worked.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> so, mean, you know, <laughs> did it work again? It did. Wow. Uh, it did for a little bit. And then there was a kind of a, a drop at, at one point. Um, that's the the tough part about mm. the, I was posting primarily on TikTok, and it's a very interesting platform because it's really the only platform that I think we've seen where your, your videos are being funneled to an audience that, doesn't know you for the most part. Right. And the algorithm is based off of engagement and in viewership and, you know, in real time. And, and if something is highly engaging, then it'll be exposed to a larger audience of people, right? And so forth. Eventually, I think, you know, whether my videos just stopped connecting with people or, or maybe they were exposed to a, a different audience than the mm. ones that saw the first one. Yeah. And, like that original algorithm. Right. Pocket the pocket. Changed. Yeah. So. You know, that happened and, you know, I kind of had to uh, adopt a little bit to, uh, to figure out kind of what my next move was. But I just remember that was the first moment of like, whoa, like, like there's something really powerful about social media and, and about TikTok and like, where do I take it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And did you, from the outside world, did you start to get like label interest or industry interest or did anything in your career change? Did you notice, uh, like, like. Did that attention translate, or was it just a positive enough sign to say, I'm going to keep going?
1: There wasn't really much label interest just after that one video. Yeah. Um, I think it was in part because it wasn't pertaining to my original music. Sure. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm sure labels saw it. And my guess right. is they were like, well, this kid's got a great voice. He's got, you know, maybe a cool vibe, but it's like, does he write songs? What's his original music? And I hadn't yeah. had a track record yet of... Any song really doing significant numbers that would, I think, warrant like label interest. You sure. Know? Yeah. So that came a little bit later. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of my friends who yeah. I think had a similar experience like had a pocket of virality early. Yeah. But it maybe didn't cater to their original music. Uh. And then I think the battle is like, well, then how do you get people to respond to what you create? Because ultimately, as an artist, right? And as a songwriter, your main goal is like, you want people screaming your shit, Yeah, you know, when they're at a stadium or when they're jamming in their car, not, you know, somebody else's
0: song. It's like blowing off of blowing up off of a cover. It's like, that's great, but that's not me. Right. So that's awesome. You had attention, but then the challenge becomes, how do I take that attention and make it focused on myself and have people still care and understand it?
1: Exactly. Did you figure that out? man, I'm still trying to figure that out. (laughs) That's the, that's the battle that I think we face like every day is, is how do we connect with more people or with, with the people that are are listening to us with each release and each song. But I definitely think we've made some headway into
0: that. That's a super honest answer,
1: by the way. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. That's the challenge, right? Like you're only as good as like the last song you put out. And then the next one that you have, it's like, how do you get that to connect with people? And like, yeah, you can, you know, it's important to build a loyal fan base. And you know, you see a lot of artists that maintain that through many years, but I think that also comes with like song after song after song that's connecting with people. And that's just like the development of an artist. And I think like every release you have that internal like battle of like is this going to connect with people is this yeah. the right song and like how do i how best do i communicate and share that with people dude
0: it's crazy because i've never done the artist project right that wasn't my yeah. journey it's not like something where i'm like i wonder i wish but i really like i feel it and i get that and i think you explain that so well so then my next question is this is happening when does 615 become a thing like is it sure like cool you figured that out are you like yo 2020 pandemic happens homies let's get together or what like how did that how did that come together
1: so i had a good friend in nashville named ashley cook who had sort of the same exact quick moment of virality happen Mm -hmm. to her when it happened to me it was for a different a different cover video i think she was like singing in a room and you know saying great and, and it blew up and so her and i were talking and you know she's like well, hey like i saw your video blew up and i'm like i saw yours did too and we're like well what what the hell do we do yeah you know and at the time she had a couple friends that also had similar moments as did i yeah. and you know we started brainstorming and we're like well none of us are playing shows we're all hanging out in Nashville. Yeah. We're all making the same kind of videos. What if we got together and hung out and and shared ideas and sang songs together and had these moments of virality together. Together. So that was how it was birthed. And we, wow. yeah, we said, well, how, what do we want to, what do we want to name this? And at the time there was, there was like the, the hype house out here mm-hmm. in LA yep. and there were, that is se- a thing. There were several other houses, like across the country, not mm-hmm. none based in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And also there weren't many houses that were specifically catered toward music and country and music, country dude. music. Right, That's what
0: instantly stood out to me. As right. soon as I looked at it, I was like, how have I never seen a country music one? Yours is the first one I've seen. Right. And I might be just out of the loop and there might be others, but like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, sure. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: it's back to that point of like, there were still artists that weren't yeah. on TikTok or yeah. knew what it was. And yeah. so, We said, all right, let's get together. Let's make a, initially we were just going to call ourselves the country house. Mm. And it was like, well, all right, that's a little lame guys. We can do a little better than this. And one of the things that. We realized is all our friends that we wanted to work with were based in Nashville, and so the area code of of Davidson County is Nashville is six one five and right. so we said, why don't we call ourselves the Six one Five house? It's rooted in Nashville, and it's gonna be a collective of we started with eight artists, yeah, and so in August of twenty twenty we launched the project, yeah, we got together, we made a bunch of videos, and from there, it's been what it is
0: wild,, mm-hmm. wild. And do you live there full time? <laughs> There's a lot
1: of, a lot of people ask that early on. We did not okay. live there. Um, we did for a couple nights. Okay. We, we would stay, generally we would stay Monday, Tuesday, and like Wednesday night. Uh-huh. And then people would kind of do their own thing on the weekends. Yeah. Now we have the same process, actually, because as live music's back, a mm-hmm. lot of artists are on the road during the weekend and playing
0: shows, especially with country right. and national shows. there's com- these little smaller chunks of country run, or uh, weekend runs.
1: Right. Yeah. that's and that's a, I think like maybe the biggest difference between country music and other styles of music is mm-hmm. like there are so many opportunities to play live music, not just in Nashville and on Broadway, but around the Southeast, around the Midwest, even out West and and in the Northeast now. And so like a lot of artists do the whole like turn and burn, you know, 150 shows a year kind of thing. Yeah. And a lot of, and and we love it. And Mm -hmm. most, most of us love being in a van and driving six hours to play, you Mm -hmm. know, some honky tonk club. So I think that's kind of in the beautiful balance It's like Monday through Wednesday, we can hang out together and like work cool. on our music. And then, you know, we also reap the benefits of playing it for real people on the weekends. Yeah. Wow.
0: So it's like really now, like the combination of us getting out of a pandemic and right. what that has turned into has been like even more special.
1: Yeah. It's been, it's been really cool. And I, there are a few friends of mine that I'm just so proud of because I've gotten to watch, their journey and it's the first time like i have some friends that are really successful and and have played huge you know arenas and uh, clubs and whatnot but this is the first time i've seen someone that had no following Mm -hmm. go from ground floor to being able to do that and so
0: literally see it firsthand to be with it
1: right and like they're my close friends and so like you know i just like watching that process and them develop is really cool yeah and it just excites me to watch them grow more but then also to find like the next wave of artists so like right you know there's somebody else out there that is on ground floor and and is going to be you know
0: okay huge. so you kind of just read my mind <laughs> with my next question really now okay. well okay so now <laughs> that you figured uh, I, I don't also know like is it your mastermind thing? Is it, I'm not trying to like give you all the credit when there was a collection of people, but you are a part of something that is clearly developing and incubating artists that is then accelerating and giving people a platform to to blow up. Yeah. Do you find more fulfillment in being an artist or in that developmental like get I guess business industry side of like, whoa, this is cool. I can now find artists and help them grow.
1: That's like the question right there. Yeah. Um. It's weird. Like I started as an artist and Mm. I really, really the purpose of the project was to promote my own artistry. Right. I loved watching these other artists succeed. Yeah. But like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, like them succeeding is just like also going to turn to like me succeeding as an artist and like we can collaborate together. We can put out records together. Like that was kind of spinning in my mind. But then over the past year, I've really realized like this is like a larger business model and like what we're doing is we're creating a community of people that get to know each other get to create music together and then reap the benefits of that by all going out you know on the road either together or with other artists and so yeah for me i guess like lately my head's been you know a little bit more in the business mindset of like All right. This is my this is my company. It's my baby. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch this thing die, and I want to watch the same experience that happened to eight artists that I was with at the start happen to like another eight artists. Yep. And so it's just excited me because, you know, I'm 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 still doing the artist street stuff. I'm still going to put out records and write music, and like that's just a passion of mine. But I also am enjoying the business stuff more. Yeah. 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 No, it's interesting. Great man. question, though, man. I mean, I, I that that's the question that like I wake up and like, you know, have I to mean, think about because like, am I going to be a business person or an artist today? Well, and, d- like, I, you know, it's just the
0: reason I ask is like. I put myself in those shoes, and like I don't know, and I find like in my life I'm always kind of doing two things, right? I got the podcast going, but then I'm like working at the creative agency, and you know, and I kind of doing the label thing on the side, and like, right? It's it's I have creative ADD with that, right? It's very hard for me, and I sometimes struggle with the idea of like, would I be more successful? Would it have gone further if I had just? full full tunnel vision (laughs) this is the thing and only this right but then i'm like well would i have been fulfilled could i do that i don't know so now talking to somebody as well where it's like clearly you have two things succeeding like right can you even answer that is that even possible like
1: i don't know i don't i i I mean you know it's the coulda shoulda woulda kind of right but it's like i do think that we have different like multiple passions and i think that's part of like this whole creative industry is you wear multiple hats, yeah. I think what's really interesting is a lot of people will wear multiple creative hats. So they'll be like a songwriter and an artist and a producer. Yeah. or you know, maybe they're into like photography or production. But That's what's so true? What's tough is the difference between like i I have to kind of like flip on my creative brain at certain times and yep. then also flip on like my business brain. Dude. and like that has been kind of an interesting process to yes. deal with because, those are two very different mindsets to have dude. And so that's, that's where I think like your, uh, your statement of like, well, like do I focus on just one is like kind of haunting me because it's like, well shit, like maybe I should just focus on, on the business stuff and and get that out of the way. But then like, and you know, there's times where I like think of a great song title and I'm like, fuck man, I need to write this song. (laughs) Like, you know, so it's not like, it's like for me i think that's like just the inevitable battle that i'm gonna have and like just being able to have these two different outlets to express those when i need to is really cool yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i and like (laughs) dude it's, it's it's definitely a question that i don't have an answer to either because i think you have to come back to what's fulfilling to you and follow that as best as you can in the moment and see what happens right but I just get the, like, I, it just feels like you genuinely are good at both (laughs) and like, what a blessing and a curse, right? I'm
1: learning every day, man. I don't, (laughs) uh, you know, I don't have it all figured out by any means, but it's just, it's exciting. And again, it's, it, it goes back to like the start of what we talked about. It's like, you know, I, yeah, I could be doing maybe a nine to five somewhere and like, you know hate my life but it's like no this is cool like i wake up every day and like there's something different and i like am creating my own schedule and navigating these two different lanes and passions that are kind of beautifully mixed together too and like i don't know man it's just it's just exciting and i can't like i can't wait to just keep doing it and see where it goes I always
0: say good problems. Like I remind myself,
1: I'm like it doesn't mean there's not problems. But right. if like if this is
0: what I'm stressing about and this is what I have to focus on and figure out, we're all right.
1: Right? Do you do you sleep a lot or no?
0: I would say like like medium. Like it's not that I can't sleep. Like I can go to sleep when I'm tired and rest. It's more that yeah. I have to stay up late to finish stuff and wake up early to get back to stuff.
1: Right. So yeah, my do own, you,
0: do you, I, I, g- does your mind race at night?
1: I, I, my mind race at night, but also yeah. like, I'm the kind of guy, like, it's like if I get four or five hours of sleep, but I wake up and I have all this stuff to do, like I'm excited and rejuvenated about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know we can we can we can sleep when we're dead <laughs> like, you know this yeah. is our this is our time to like do what we want
0: but again that to my point uh, like you're clearly going down the right path if
1: you feel that way right you know, you're clearly uh, if you're excited
0: I, to stay up late and wake up early you're
1: doing the right see thing. i think you'll agree with that i don't think my doctor would but you know right <laughs>
0: but that's also too like i think that that's using your youth well like i yeah. think i think we have to be aware of like there's only so much time where you can run yourself like that so, like, fuck it. Like, if you're in the moment and right. you can.
1: Fuck it, man. Fuck it. I love it.
0: This is a funny one because really, tell like, talking about this in in this time, this is so far from, like, the end of your career and you made it and you did it. Like, this is all happening in real time. Like, the mm-hmm. journey is really, like, this is your first time here in L.A. And, like, right. my God, I can only imagine what's going to happen next. Yeah. So, I guess to kind of conclude, like, when you look at the next year or so, do you like, what are these goals? What are the things that you kind of play around with at night and like your, your next things that you're building or like, do you right. have that
1: kind of like goalpost right now? Yeah. I have like sort of a vision board and yeah, like, you I, know, I, I love, board. I fuck with the vision board, man. I think they're cool. And like, I'll have goals and, and like some of them are concretely spelled out, but also like what I've realized about this industry is, like, everyone thinks that there's, like, one path. Yeah. You, and it's like, I got to go, you know, this road, and then I take a left, and it's like, that's that's my destination so where I'm going to get. Yeah. But, like, there's actually so many different paths that might lead you to the same destination or different destinations, but you have to, like, ride with it, you know? Like, I never thought that this business would come now. Yeah. And, again, it was birthed from me just trying to, like, further my artistry. Yeah. So, for me… I have visions, but I also am open to like seeing where this project or like what other opportunities are going to come my way, Man, that's which so I think great. is, I don't know, again, it, it, it excites me, but yeah, you know, like we're just, I'm really just getting started. And like, yeah. I have a lot of things that I want to do with this business. I want to, you know, I want to continue to develop it. I want to help other artists grow. Um, I want to have, you know, interest in, 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 in what they're creating and so part of me is like trying to figure out a solution for how I can have a a larger role in like developing their careers yeah and that's not because like I've done it and I'm some huge like right you know star it's just that like I I have passion for other people and how they create their work and like I you know I see social media as an avenue to help help them market themselves and so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And then yeah. from my artistry standpoint, like, you know, the beauty of this project and like just being in Nashville and being in L.A. is like, I love meeting people, yeah. uh, you know, and so yeah. like I want to put out music with other people. And that's something oh, cool. that I haven't done a lot of, like in all in the midst of all of this stuff. Right. I still have yet to put out a song mm. with somebody else.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Oh, cool. So your journey is like
1: really just getting started. Like there's still so much to check. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, I want to, I want to put out, you know, I want to write bangers with a bunch of people and like, I want to have, I want to have a whole one, one idea that I've had for a while. It's like, To have a whole album Mm. with you know call it 15 songs and like there's a different artist on each song with me yeah you know i know like artists like like i think ed sharon did one of those there's a country artist named jimmy allen who did like a smaller version of that yeah but like find the people that are like you know also young and fresh and like i draw inspiration from and like let's create together that's cool and like for me that's that's my vision is like i just think collaboration wins yeah and so I'm I'm gonna kind of ride on that for as long as I can.
0: Dang, that might be the podcast title. It might be collaboration wins. Collaboration I don't know. That's wins, strong. right? That's you like that? strong. <laughs> because really, right. like that little statement, like I think that that encompasses so much of what your success has been, but also in a bigger picture, I think that is what matters right now. And I think that the old school parts of the industry and the general mindset of there isn't enough room for everyone to succeed is so whack. Like we're in a time where everyone can come up together. Yeah. So I think the more artists do collaborate and push boundaries and push genres and try different shit and things that maybe haven't been done, I think is something that will continue to be rewarded and to be really cool to a consumer. At least right now in this current space, I feel that
1: I I, I'm right with you, man, right? Yeah.
0: Like, it just feels so it's there is the washed version of it, like the like sure. the t-shirt collab of uh, like, all right, uh, which uh, brands are you putting yeah, together now? Right. But when people work together in new creative ways or when artists like that it's so fun. You ever go to a live show and the bands that are touring together, somebody jumps on stage with one of the others. on Right. The, like, in like those moments, like you love it. And it's that's, so that's cool. That's the best part of the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I don't think that gets old. No. Especially when it's coming from a genuine place. Right.
1: Yeah. You got some great questions, man. This has been like a good hang. I feel like you know, it'd be cool too to like and I I want, I got to do one on you too. And you're doing oh at some God, point because I so feel like down. you're the, you're all, you're the interviewer, but I want you to be the interviewee at some point. Um, Dude, I'm in. Cause oh, know, oh, that's a great thing to right? say is
0: so right before we started, uh, you were saying that you're kind of entertaining a podcast, right? Can we talk about that? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think, you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast because like, as we talked about, like, you just get to hang and meet it's people. It's so fun. Like, I love talking dope, to people. You know? I, we
0: literally met five minutes before we started recording yeah. and I'm like, wow, cool. I made a friend and I fuck with what you're doing. And I was it's like, it <laughs> it's brings dope. me so much energy to talk to and meet people. So right.
1: like, you as well. Yeah, man. That's like, that's my thing. I, I think I want to, you know, I, I want to start it, uh, you know, in the next couple months. Um, yeah. again, it's, you know, similar to what you're saying. I, I love, I love talking to creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love learning about their journey and where they're going to go. And, you know, part of me wants it, to actually kind of expand outside of like music. Yeah. Like I love listening to, you know, how I built this like killer podcast. Right. And like, it's so cool to hear stories of these entrepreneurs and CEOs and like, see what they've done. And so, you know, part of me too is like, I think the, the beauty of like a podcast, and you mentioned this before we started too, is like, you get to talk to people that you don't necessarily do business with, or like are perfectly aligned with just from a career standpoint. And so, For me, I think finding like other creatives or even like entrepreneurs that are, you know, in different sectors that I might not know about and use it as like a learning tool as well for me to, you know, hear about their journeys and what they're doing, I think would be really cool. So I don't know, you know, we're still figuring out exactly, you know, what that's going to look like, but I'm going to interview you. I'm gonna so <laughs> in. I'm
0: so in. So, and I think yeah. my listeners would probably be stoked too. Cause I get that every now and then I'm like, tell your story. And I'm like, eh, we'll get to it. We'll get right. to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But no, I love that. And it's funny, like you were saying that. And I, I think a couple points to that is I actually like beyond music, I'm literally like, I had struggled with this and then I was like, this is a stupid decision. And I'm absolutely going to do it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to switch the podcast out of music interviews and then just into business and entrepreneurial right. stories. And the re-description of what it has grown to be is literally the how I built this of creative careers. Cause that's right. what it is. And that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, But then it's like, I love the idea. You could literally say the exact same pitch, but your con- you could say the same pitch and you could talk to the same people that have been online and right. it would be different. Right. And that's why I'm like, I love when people start podcasts because right building community and actually genuinely learning like what people are talking about and inspired by sure is super rad and it connects people but you're also sharing that with anyone that cares to listen yeah and yeah. like that's so sick that people care to listen cuz like right. everyone learns and grows and builds community and i'm so fucking here for well, it Well, it's
1: killer man and and i and you know a testament to like what you're doing because i've there are a lot of podcasts out there that i think maybe are a little uh, cheesy or or, or uh, not direct when it comes to like actually giving a shit about what mm. people are doing and learning from it and I think like the meat and bones of the discussion comes with like you know what we've talked about and what you've talked about with other you know musicians so oh, that's um, cool I don't know man I'm I'm excited dude I'm I'm here for it so that's great so let's, then uh, let's make it happen
0: let's do it and then everybody should I guess everybody should just follow you on Instagram or TikTok and then once it goes live you'll promote it yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so then where um, can everybody find? Yeah,
1: you? so so my name's Chris Rudiger, um, Rudiger spelled R U E D I G E R. It's got a little funky spelling, but yeah. you can find me on all socials, and then obviously the six one five house uh, is on socials as well as a as a project and and a company and. Um, we got a lot more stuff coming there and a lot more stuff on my end as well. So Dope. I'm yeah, so man.
0: excited. I'm so in now to like follow <laughs> along go. and see it go. Right? Yeah. Thank you so much for doing dude, this. Dude. Thanks
1: for, uh, thanks for doing this. And, uh, I'm glad we could sneak it in before I ha- I have to fly back. Dude. I feel it sucks that I have to leave LA. I like loved it here. I love meeting, you know, you, I love meeting so many people in the city and, I have a feeling I'm going to be back pretty soon. So It's
0: that is the positive inspiring side right. of LA. Like you can uh, you can definitely be here for a while and kind of like the the general just hectic bs of it can weigh on you but i love like you're so right like when you meet the like-minded people and you see so many people that care and are pushing forward to similar goals like there's a lot of energy and inspiration that comes from that for sure i I have the feeling you'll be out here more too. (laughs) Uh, i think
1: you're right i think you're right so
0: well then i guess we'll be hanging out
1: sounds good man it sounds like we're we're gonna be kicking it a lot more in the future i'm in dude hell yeah
0: There it is, Chris's story. Again, I love episodes like that. We literally met 10 minutes before we started recording. And then at the end of it, there was a new friend and it was such a fun, helpful, inspiring conversation. I hope you feel the same way. Sounds like you might start a podcast. So if you're interested in that, make sure to follow him and uh, yeah, I'll absolutely do an episode. So make sure to let him know that you'd be interested in that as well. Outside of that, if you're new to the podcast or if you've been listening for a long time, there's a couple things that you can do that are immensely helpful and immensely appreciated by me. The first one is just telling a friend about it. Doesn't matter where, text it to them, post it on social, anything. Word of mouth really is the biggest and most important thing for growing podcasts and it's totally free. So if you're here at the end and you're feeling inspired, please do me that favor, share it with a friend. Also make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening, Spotify, leave 5 stars, Apple Podcasts, write a review, YouTube, leave a comment, thumbs up, all that good stuff. It really does help. It helps with all their algorithm whatnots and all that and More and more podcasts are getting served and put into discovery algorithms, so the more that that exists, it's super helpful. And then if you want to go above and beyond, there is a Where All My Friends Patreon. Right now, this really still is a passion project, so any amount of donation and support is so, so appreciated. I think that says it all. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know who else you want to hear from. I'll be back next week with another episode.